Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast is a Christ-centered podcast established in 2019 and hosted weekly by Pastor Chris Busher, addressing a host of topics such as the Great Commission, Christian discipleship, and often featuring interviews with special guests who are experts in their field. The views and events expressed on this podcast and all related materials belong solely to their author and not necessarily to the author's employer, organization, committee, or other group or individual. While all attempts are made to present accurate information, some information may become outdated over time. Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast makes every attempt to timely update any and all such information. Without further delay, here's another powerful episode of Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of Faith and Family Fellowship. I am your host. My name is Chris Busher. Today we have a special guest that has joined us. Um, she's joined us uh, through through uh, the internet, being able to use uh, all the technology around us. She's out in Reno, Nevada, and uh, we are here out in the Des Moines, Iowa area, and so it's just a blessing to be able to have her with us. This is episode number 11 here on Faith and Family Fellowship, and I am so excited to be able to introduce this guest to you and be able just to talk about her a little bit before we get into this interview. Uh, she's a national recording art artist, a songwriter. She's performed throughout the world, has dedicated so many years of her life uh, to following her passion, following her dreams. She's widely known in many countries, especially for her clothing line and her music. She has, I believe it's over 80 different songs out there um, that, that, she's, that she has written and, and performed. She's a wife. She's a believer in Jesus Christ, which is absolutely more important. Uh, today, our guest is Christine Storm. Now, if you haven't heard of Christine Storm, go ahead and pause this podcast, get on get on Google, uh, get on her website. She has a lot of content out there, some great different songs that she is just very, very real. Before we bring her on, I just want to kind of talk about for a quick second the importance of of music, especially in the body of Christ. Now, how many people out there that are listening to this podcast could at least agree with me for a second that not all music has to be quote-unquote Christian music? You know, the the slow music is the worship, and then the fast music is the praise. Uh, let me tell you, God can use all different types of music out there to speak to me. Uh, I myself, I, I really do enjoy country music. Um, not all country music, of course, but there are some times that I'll be uh, driving uh, in in my in my truck or or uh, uh, on my on my motorcycle, and just you know a song just really got to me, uh, just just really just touched me, and it w- didn't really maybe have anything to do with uh, the quote unquote uh, scripture or the quote unquote Jesus message or any of that. It just it's planting a seed. Um, to make me look up and think, hey, there is something more to this world. There's something more to this day. And God uses all of these things for his glory. This is an artist um, who I really thoroughly enjoyed interviewing because she is so real about who she is, her past, her present, and what she stands for. And she's not trying to uh, fit into our mold, so to say, and she has such respect for for preachers and, and, and missionaries, especially out in these countries that she goes to, and God is using her. 
some some people might not think that you know using a, a clothing line um, for 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 golfers for especially female golfers or um, sp- singing songs or writing songs has a whole lot of importance. But let me tell you, some of the most powerful moments I've had with God are in situations just like that where. Um, not necessarily the the clothing line for me personally. My wife would tell you a different story on that, though. Um, but for the music, music is such a powerful, powerful thing, and I am so happy and so excited that God has grabbed another uh, artist uh, for the kingdom of God. And I can't wait for you to be able to hear her story, uh, to connect with her. Once again, her name is Christine Storm, and as soon as we come back from from our from our uh, word from our sponsors, which will take sixty seconds, is all. As soon as we come back from that, well, we are going to get right into this interview. It's a nice uh, longer interview than we normally do. I encourage you to listen throughout the entire interview, connect with her on a, on a real personable level as she bears her heart and just shows you why she does what she does. You're listening to the Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. We'll be right back after this quick word from our sponsors. Ready to jumpstart your career? Want an adventure of a lifetime? Uncle Sam's International is looking for language teachers who are highly motivated and have what it takes to grow and expand their thriving ESL school in Brazil. We need teachers for English, Spanish, Italian, and more. Visit Uncle Sam's International on Facebook today. Tired of no one seeing your Instagram posts? Have a product or service that's not getting the online attention it deserves? Ready to level up? At Busher's Social Media Marketing, we have just what you or your business have been looking for. Our team of dedicated professionals are ready to help you grow and engage your audience. No spam, no bots. Just good old-fashioned quality social media marketing. Visit Busher'sSMM.com today. Okay, I am joined uh, here on the phone while I'm in my studio. I'm here with Christine Storm. Uh, Christine, how are you doing today? Hi, Chris. I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. I am so excited to have you. I know our listeners are very excited to have you. Uh, It is a very, very big treat for us. Um, Christine, one thing that I do with every single listener that we have uh, here on Faith and Family Fellowship as we ask them why uh, why they believe in Jesus Christ, how how they got to know God, uh, what kind of happened? If you, if you could just tell us a little of your your Christian testimony uh, and let our let our listeners know why you have this faith today. I, I would love to. You know, I am I was raised with uh, an an understanding that there was God and and uh, some metaphysical beliefs and. Uh, you know, I knew my dad was Catholic, but we really didn't uh, delve into that in the family. And my mother was very metaphysical, so but she always believed in God. She just didn't direct us any more than that. And um, she she spoke a, a little bit about Jesus to, enough to at least um, to you know plant the seed uh, for us to ask questions our life our whole lives. Um, but what happened was I was, uh, on the, on the road as an entertainer and I got this call to go save a band. Basically they were, um, I don't know, getting rid of their, their, uh, front 
singer or she had walked out or what, I don't know what, exactly what the case was. They hired me to come in and sit in that night. And on the Nevada circuit, everybody kind of knew everybody else's material. So you just laid some lyric sheets down on the stage and somebody would get up there and basically act like they'd been with the band for 20 years. So I had said I would be um, in this little town in Nevada and I would I would show up and, and front the band. Right then I had gotten a call from a producer who said, I... I heard that you do impersonations and I I have a job in another country might you might be interested in. Well, when I was a kid, if anybody would have asked me where I always wanted to go, there were two places, two countries, Greece and Australia. Always wanted to go there. So he began to tell me about uh, the job and it happened to be in Greece. It was doing an impersonation of Cher. And I'd never saying share before in my life and so I I thought okay well um, I think I can do it and he says well he goes pull back the phone a little and give me your best share so I did it happened to sound good and he says come in for the audition I said well I just promised this band I was going to go you know help them out so I've got to go right now can you save a spot for me which was the dumbest thing you could do as an entertainer you should just go to a really good audition (laughs) So I said, okay, well, save the spot for me, which he did. And so I was uh, going over to this little town and, and working for a couple weeks with them. And I, the the job happened to be in Thessaloniki, Greece. And the keyboard player was a very Christian man, and he he says, where are you going in Greece? And I said, well, if I get the job, when I get back, i got to still go audition. I said, it's Thessa something. I, I really knew nothing about the Bible. And he happened to be reading letters of the Thessalonians. So he says, uh, Thessaloniki? I said, I guess. I, some, <laughs> somewhere in Greece. <laughs> and he says, he says, so you want to be Cher? And I said, yeah. And he says, he goes, here, I'll do you, um, he goes, I'll, I'll, um, make a deal. He says, I'll help you be share if you read the Bible. And I said, um, sure. I, and at that time, I just wanted to be share, you know, so I got to be honest about that. I was like, sure, yeah. I'll read the Bible. Sure, whatever. Just, I want to be share. So I um, let him work with me for a couple weeks. He helped me perfect the tone. And I knew that I had to get back to Las Vegas audition for this job and get the role so I could go to the place I've always wanted to go. So long story short, I get back to Vegas, I do the audition, I get the job. So fast forwarding, I'm thinking, okay, I've got to take a Bible. You know, I've got to do this. Well, the strangest thing happened is first I stopped at a restaurant and I decided to eat my last piece of key lime pie that I would ever eat in my life because they wanted the very skinny share. Oh, yes. And so I'm sitting in a restaurant and there's no one else in the restaurant. I sit at this booth and there's a reflection in the glass that is a billboard on Sahara Street. And it says something to the effect of Jesus gives, Jesus saves, and Jesus delivers. And I looked at that and remembered my promise to read the Bible. And 
I was so astounded that I would see that reflection. And even when I moved to other booths in the restaurant, I could not see that reflection. So it kind of was astounding to me. So then fast forward, I'm in, I'm in Greece and everybody had told me, well, you know, some of the first translations were in Greek. So, you know, or were, were done by the Greeks. So just wait till you get over there and get a Bible there and read it there. Well, when I got over there, the Bibles were in Greek. I could barely speak Greek. Oh, no. So <laughs> I didn't have a Bible. So I set out to do my own spiritual journey and, and I went in and out of churches and, and me and a couple of the dancers actually found underground churches and it got me, you know, enough to be thinking about this man named Jesus. Yeah. So I do my job and it's a four and a half month contract. And after the job, I decided I'm going to go see the, the Mediterranean. So I went in to book a, a cruise and speaking very little Greek, I ended up on a biblical cruise. (laughs) So (laughs) it was the cheapest cruise I could buy that I could afford after my entertainment tour. So it was a biblical cruise and it went to the island of Patmos and the great Colosseum in Rome. And it was pretty amazing. What happened to me was we were looking in uh, me and the a friend that I went on the tour with, um, we were right outside the great Colosseum and the Colosseum was being renovated at the time. So we're all looking through the stone windows and beside us is a tour going on. And the tour guide lady says right now they're, you know, this is under renovation and this massive Colosseum is being dug up and everything is being renovated and they're finding petrified blood. And she said something to the effect of for the span of the Colosseum for every inch and a half that represented like hundreds of thousands of deaths Yeah. and animal and human. And I thought, it's even hard to talk about it. I thought, so if the Christians were thrown into the Colosseum, why, and they knew they were going in there, why would they raise their hand and say, I'm a Christian? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a really hard yeah. question. Yeah, and at that moment, I had to ask myself, who is Jesus? And it, there was no excuse. I had to start that journey. Yeah. And and how how long was this this trip that you were on? This you know the cruise itself was only I think ten days, but the time in Greece was about four and a half months. About four and a half and, months. Yeah, and I had set out to you know, um, have my spiritual journey. I thought I'm going to Greece. I almost hit my head on the window at the billboard reflection, you know, that uh, said Jesus gives, Jesus saves, and Jesus delivers. And I'm, I'm thinking, okay, I'm getting some signs, and I need to delve into this. And it was really 
at this moment that I thought, okay, there has has to be something to this man. Yeah, and God was just getting in touch with you by so many different ways throughout that whole experience. It's yeah, it's just incredible so. to, to to hear about that. Um, and so you were actually on that that biblical cruise for ten day ten days, correct? Mm-hmm. And so, what other uh, historical places did you see on that cruise that that really grabbed you? Patmos, uh, the cave where Revelations yeah. was written, and to actually be in the cave and see the stone. And I had read, read Revelations before, you know. I right. just, you know, I was a cheater. I decided to read the end of the book first, <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> Not not delve into the rest of it. I just wanted to know what the ending was. Right, so, right. So, you know, um, so I had, you know, saw the, the the stone where the Lord's voice had had split it, and all I did was look up and thought, why is this not falling on everybody's head? It was amazing. So I just, um, you know, got more and more affirmation that this is real, and I began my journey there, and I, I came back to the States just, you know, really in my head and thinking a lot and knowing that I wanted to, I wanted to do this. I, I just knew that this was a reality I wanted to jump into. Absolutely. And to, to me, that's when, you know, God said, okay, let's, you know, let's, oh. and then the testing began. Absolutely. Now, I really, I really appreciate the the words that you chose to use there about how that's where your journey began. Uh, before this, before this uh, trip that you went on, the the four and a half months that you were over over in in Greece, and then went on, um, went went on this uh, Bible cruise where God basically just you know grabbed your life, uh, grabbed it in a very real way. Uh, what type of what type of things did you do uh, throughout your life? I and mean, how how old were you when you were going on this cruise? When was it that God really just just grabbed you? What what stage were you at in your life? Well, you know this the cruise happened. You know probably you know over twenty a little over twenty years ago. I'd say right around right around twenty years ago. Okay. And the you know you know much younger and you know really. Um, you know, I, I was at a place before where, uh, you know, real metaphysical, you know, yeah. for me, it was, you know, for me, it was very lost. Yeah. And I, this is where I do choose my words carefully, because I think that for me, this is my path. And Jesus Christ is my path to God. And I do not feel like I am in the least bit, um, qualified to judge anybody else's path right yeah absolutely um and so after since since this journey began for you uh you've you've been doing a lot of different things i know just from from your website i was seeing uh different different things about how you design clothes um you're you're widely known for a clothing line that you have can you spend a couple minutes to just tell us a little bit how that started and and what it's doing today yeah, well, I was um, right after a, a very hard time in my life. I, um, 
you know, I, I had lost a friend. Uh, she she was uh, murdered. I was very lost in my life. I, you know, went through a lot of testing. And I really feel I, I, you know, I was talking to God and I really felt I was getting a lot of uh, information on what I was supposed to do in my life. And one thing I heard loud and clear was this golf course I was supposed to go work at. So I went out and and wanted to work out in the sun and, and you know, feel, uh, you know, like I was walking in the sun and, and, you know, moving away from the dark period that I was I had been in uh, through all this testing. And so out on the golf course, I started, uh, you know, looking at the, the women and how they were dressed and how they didn't seem to be very happy about it. And <laughs> having come from a showgirl and musician background, and uh, working with a lot of costumers, I started imagining a different um, look on them while they were out on the golf course. So I designed this uh, this couture uh, golf clothing line that uh, takes a lady from um, you know from a golf course to a, a nice restaurant if she wants to, and still stay, stays in the realm of the rules of the course. Oh, so yeah. um, I met my husband out on the same golf course. I was very very blessed. To, um, while I was listening one day as what I was supposed to do, I was supposed to strike up a conversation with this man. And within a week, I knew we were going to be married and got my, my greatest gift of all, my husband. And he and I together worked on this uh, golf clothing line, and he believed in my music, and everything took off from there. And it oh, wow. ended up... Um, bringing us, you know, taking us to India several times where uh, we got a lot of notoriety in India for not just the clothing, but the music. Yeah, let's let's talk about the music. I know that you have this album out right now. It's it's called Seven. And yes. uh, is, is that your, that's your newest album? Yes. Perfect. It's my, it's my spiritual album called Seven. Uh, there's so many references in the Bible about the number seven, yeah, and uh, I decided to uh, to make that the title. I li- I like the ti- I like the title, uh, and there's there's a few songs on here that I wanted just to kind of let our listeners know about. Um, where I would like us just to kind of go through some of these real uh, real fast. Uh, if you could tell me um, the first one that I want to talk about, it's it's called Present. Can you tell me the story behind this and come, some of the significance inside this song? You know, I I wanted to start with uh, you know with talking about the song present, yeah. and it was funny because um, I really do feel that um, if you're if you're blessed to funnel God's inspiration at times, and I feel that my music is is funneled through me, you know um, that. That is the greatest blessing, and I was actually going to do my grocery shopping, and all of a sudden, you know, I'm in Reno, Nevada here, we're in the middle of a desert, and I'm going off to Rayleigh's, and here it comes, a reggae song. (laughs) (laughs) Are you a reggae fan? I do love reggae. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) So, So I pull over in the parking lot, and here comes the song, and it it talks about... um, you know, just um, the music video comes out um, a little bit later on in this month, but it, it talks about how 
um, you know, we are wrapped up in our own turmoil. We get so much in our head and our electronics and the airways of this planet and we forget that to look around and see the birds are singing and see that children are not hating each other because of each other's skin yeah. and that God is everywhere. Yeah. That's that's one one of my biggest difficulties myself personally surrounded by so much technology and everything I forget just to even look up at the sky and just remember what it was like as a child spending hours just looking at the clouds and just how everything in this world was just so beautiful. Uh, I'm so yeah. so glad that you just talked about that. It took me back to uh, a few weeks ago I looked up at the sky for seems like the first time in in weeks. Uh, just so yeah. many distractions everywhere. You know, and it isn't, and you know, it doesn't, isn't that what, you know, <laughs> the bad guy's plan is yeah. to get us all distracted and to stop looking at the trees and the birds and the sky and, and, and be in awe of what uh, the creator made. Oh yeah, and it's such such a beautiful world. Uh, I I know that you've traveled a lot, and I've traveled a lot, and just every place is just so unique and so different. And every time that I travel, and every time that I I get out of my office, even I see little things that that our Creator just created that just it just amazes me. It blows my mind. You know, I was listening to um, a, a bit of uh, one of your podcasts about revival. Yeah. And you had mentioned being in Pakistan and obviously I've been to India three times. Yeah. And it's I take my hat off to pastors and ministers and, and people that are fearless like yeah. yourself. And that you go to a, a country where, you know, um I can say that I'm I'm not one of them. I'll just say I I don't I don't stand on the corner and and y'all praise the Lord. All I I do as a singer is possibly go on a radio show and talk about a song like "You Love Me," which was about you know and and to speak about it truthfully, which is that's when I realized that God realized He loved me. Yeah. And to be able to talk talk about God and not try to. I guess, um, you know, I, I not not rock the apple cart, not um, offend anybody, but mm-hmm. say that, look, I do believe in God. And if people ask me openly, are you a Christian? I say, yes, I am. Yeah. And you, just, you plant those not, seeds. Yeah. Just plant the seeds. Exactly. Yeah. Without doing anything. I, I am I'm so in awe of pastors and ministers and the fearless people out there. And I'll pray every day that I become more fearless. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I just have to say that openly because, you know, um, it is. It's an interesting world for, for Christians these days. And I think I'm just a singer. I'm just a songwriter. And I'm doing what I can do and singing from a real standpoint of, you know, my real standpoint of this is a human story and if it happens to lead you to ask questions, that's great. And if only you want to hear my story, that's great too. But I in no way uh, <laughs> attempt to pretend that I'm a pastor or a minister or even qualified right. to be anything like that. And you know what? We live in a generation that is just 
completely sick and tired of people pretending. And honestly, I, I really appreciate uh, interviewing and speaking with people uh, who are are wanting to be real, wanting to just, you know, throw it out there and say, hey, this is who I am. This is this is what I stand for. And this is this is what I'm trying to do. Uh, and I know just for my own personal uh, walk of, of faith, you know, even before I was a believer, there were so many different people who, who planted those seeds in in completely different ways. And I probably didn't know that these people were Christians along the way. They were just you right. know, playing their role, playing their part. And all of it, you know, just comes together to make something beautiful. Yeah. And there's a song on the album where I speak to exactly what you just, what you just said. And it's, it's called blessed. And there's a line in there that um, I don't take it for granted that people, you know, tried to save me. And all along my journey, people were reaching out and talking to me. And I, you know, I was full of metaphysical this and metaphysical that and whatever. And I was, you know, pushing them away and and philosophizing them away and arrogantly doing this and doing that. And I just um, look back at that and that's where the song Blessed came from and that, that line of... Um, you know, I don't take it for granted that pe- the people who tried to save me, and that's just one of the songs that is on the album, and it, and it came from this this point of when, you know, um, I was I had a, a, a my best friend who was murdered, and that was part of this very dark period in my life of four years, and I remember at that time we were talking about planting seeds. We were doing this river walk, and we were looking at the city and all the lights and the river, and it was gorgeous, and I, I could not get her to look at the glass half full. And so the song is written about, you know, I don't take it for granted. There are birds and trees and breezes, you know. I'm blessed in so many ways, yet happiness eludes me. And that we take so much for granted, and we look at the glass half empty all the time, and sometimes you can't save even your best friend or your family member or whoever. But, you know, I remember at that time just saying, look, I'm, I'm on this path. I'm on a journey. I'm checking out this man named Jesus. It's really starting to affect me. Maybe it will affect you. And um, that was really an interesting time in my life. And not long after that, she wasn't on the planet anymore. And a lot of the uh, songs on the album are about different phases of my life around that event. Yeah. I noticed one one of the songs that you have is, uh, I believe it's called, it's called Poet, where you're, you're being yes. tested uh, and, and you're going through a difficult situation. Can you tell me a little more about that song in particular? Yeah, it was, you know, my, you know, what I, what I believe, you know, God is, you know, he's everything. He's all encompassing everything. And, and at that same time, he's our father. And just like we get mad at our earthly fathers, we certainly get mad at our heavenly father. And at, and the chorus is, uh, all I know is what is real. It's pure sadness that I feel. And at times the big guy asks way too much, says in time, your heart will heal. Take this dose of raw deal. 
wash it down with lots of love and hope and trust. And that to me is really the way it feels sometimes when you're being tested. Yeah. It's not fun. We get mad. And I don't think, uh, I, I, I think as the father figure in our lives, he probably expects that we will get mad at him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so. And it's it's those moments when you are are very real with God. You you've lost all of the, you know, the the religious talk, the the way that you carry your voice and the prayer. It's you're being very very real, speaking to your father, saying, "Hey, I'm angry. I'm frustrated." Uh, I remember going through plenty of those times myself, and I love the lyrics that you that you said in there. Um, it was. Um, can can you go through it one more time with me? It was. Uh, so you're swallowing something something hard to swallow. What what was the yeah, words? Yeah, it, it's um you know all I know is what is real. It's pure sadness that I feel, and at times the big guy asks way too much. Says in time your heart will heal. Take this dose of the raw deal. Wash it down with lots of love there it and is. hope and trust. There it is. And. It is. Faith is... Nobody said this is going to be an easy one. Yeah. <laughs> the, minute, <laughs> the minute you say, hey, I want to be a Christian, then God says, hey, let's see if you have any faith. Yeah. And that's when all the testing begins. And, you know, during this four-year period of my life, it the, it, you know, the epitome of it was me on the floor can't take any more moment and looking up at God and literally screaming, I love you anyway. Is that what you want to hear? Yeah. And then the tears and the gloom and the darkness lifted and it was like, yeah, that's exactly what I wanted to hear. That that kind of reminds me of another song of yours, uh, I, I Hear You. Uh, yes. Can you kind of summarize that one for us? I think that, I think that just fits perfectly in in the next song here. Yeah, I hear you is, um, it's when, you know, the lyric is, I started talking to God and he started talking back. Then I heard him say, I'll make up for all you lack. And really, I think that when the screaming is over and the tantruming is over and you finally, you know, have that moment of I'm here no matter what you throw at me and all that lifts, then the conversation can begin. Yeah. That is that is just you know it just really summarizes uh, the Christian walk going through the ups and through the downs and I love how you, you said that that God God makes up what we lack. Yes, that is just and why why is it that you know I I uh, can't remember the list offhand but my husband and I were talking about this as as um, the like the six steps of stupidity and it and it starts out where hey you know. I, I, I'm I'm walking with God, and then it goes to you know by the sixth step, I am God. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we lost something <laughs> <Wait>. there. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, when and the steps in between is I'm I'm closer to God than you are, you know, and it's like uh, the six steps of stupidity. There, basically, this is a conversation. It's an ongoing conversation for the rest of your life, and in my opinion, we're we're all trying to get it right. We're we're all doing the best we can, and in the "I Hear You" video, um, which I hope I hope people do check it out. It's um, it's on your it's website, an right? Video, and it's um, about metamorphosis. And 
my husband and I were talking about this um, interesting link I sent him to <laughs> a funny named creature called the pus moth. And the pus moth does this thing where it sheds its skin several times, it eats it, it regurgitates it into its own casket and its cocoon, and it, then it sits in there for a very long time, and obviously, like all caterpillars, it comes out to be a moth or a butterfly. And so my husband starts telling me, he says, he says, you, can you imagine what this caterpillar was thinking? Wow, this was stupid. Um, wow, I didn't think this through. Um, <laughs> wow, things are really not going good for me. Yeah. <laughs> this is probably the dumbest thing I ever did during this testing and growth period. And then all of a sudden, you know, breaks through that cocoon and, and is one of the most gorgeous creatures, a pus moth, and goes, hey, okay, okay, I see what we've got going on here. Things are working out all right. Yeah, absolutely. Now, Christine, where is it that people can, uh, you know, get, get your get your songs, get the album? Where is it that we can, we can send people to go check out this music? Yeah, the the easiest place is christinestorm.com and uh, they can check out the music videos and and uh, all, all the music platforms we're on iTunes and Amazon and all that and um you know the social media and all that's up there too so yeah and i noticed um, on your website it's it's very nicely done uh, in in fact, I believe it was the f- the photo gallery. I was on there a little bit ago, and every single time that you would you would uh, check out one of the different pictures, uh, a glimpse of one of the new songs would would come with it, and it just it synchronized perfectly. It was a great way for people to be able to see which song that they would uh, you know most likely be drawn towards. Well, that that is wonderful, and the one song I really. Um, hope people do check out um, is the My Place, and there's no music video out for that. But it's about it's a little bit of fiction there in that um, music video. It's about a girl who you know sold her soul, and at the end of it, you know she's trying to get back to the My Place. And to me, the My Place is the place where we were when we were kids before the world started messing with us and twisting us up and and all that, and we get to this place where we think there is no redemption because the great deceiver keeps telling us that there is no, you know, recovery from the mistakes we've made. And the chorus at the very end is, how did you ever sell your soul when it never belonged to you in the first place? Wow. That's that's a really powerful statement. Can you say that one more time for our listeners? Yes. How did you ever sell your soul when it never belonged to you in the first place? Now, Christine, how do you get inspired to to write these different songs? I noticed that you have a lot of different songs out there. What what kind of sparks this for you? My music just comes to me. I I don't ever force it. It's just um, it's kind of like incoming and. I do a little, you know, tuning on the channel, which means I, you know, get to a quiet place and just let the song come to me. And I usually hear the melody, the lyrics, and a lot of the music at the same time. So that's how I write. Well, I'm I'm definitely uh, glad that you do 
uh, write these songs and that this this music is available. I plan to listen to a lot of these. For those that actually haven't uh, heard any of your music or have been to your website, how would you describe the style of music um, that that you perform? My music's real eclectic. Um, you know, my my husband says that I'm, you know, just one of those. Um, human machines that if you, you know, don't like this song, wait for the next one, it'll be completely different. (laughs) And um, (laughs) so it's very eclectic. I just write whatever comes to me. I've got reggae, rock, pop, R&B, a little Latin, a little bit of everything. So it's just uh, whatever I'm supposed to be singing. Yeah. And about how many songs do you have out there right now? Um, Right now we, we probably have a, in the about 20 to 25 songs out there um, for, you know, to listen to or purchase or whatever. And we have about 70 songs, uh, well, about 80 songs actually in the library. Oh, so, wow. um, so a lot yeah, more is about song, to be coming out. Yeah. And at one point I'll, I'll have uh, the confidence and the guts to let out the song chick singer. That was about my best friend. Um, not ready for that yet, but, you know, hopefully in the near future I will be, and we've recorded that. And just, um, it's always an interesting um, event to share and to be vulnerable about your life. Yeah, and when when you do uh, release that song, when when you do uh, get get the strength to release it, I hope to be able to bring you back here on the podcast and be able to talk to you about that song and be able to share it with all of our listeners. Christine, we we only have uh, we only have a couple more minutes left. I want to just really real quick en- encourage all of the people listening to this podcast uh, visit her on her website. It's christinestorm.com. Um, there's a ton of great material. She's available on all of the different platforms for music and uh, sociable on, on, on social media. And all of that can be found directly on her website. Christine, before I let you go, would you mind if, if I if I say a prayer blessing over you and over, over your music and the future years to come Please. for you? Father, I would love that. Thank you so much. Yeah. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for your daughter. God, we thank you for the love and for the mercy and for the generosity that you have for her. God, we thank you that you have given her such a such a vast talent uh, in the various different areas of her life, and, and especially in the music, Father, that you are taking her through these different journeys, and we just ask an increase in her life. God, we ask that you just continue to speak to her more and more. We know that you, you, you began speaking to her in such a strong way, and we ask that you just continue more and more throughout the, all the days of her life. Father, that you bless her, you bless her family, Father, and just guide us. God, we, we thank you and we love you. In Jesus' name, amen. All glory goes to God in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Thank amen. you. Thank you so much, Christine, for joining us today on Faith and Family Fellowship. Uh, I wish you the best of success, and I can't wait to go and check out your music tonight. Thank you, Chris. I'll keep listening. Thank Absolutely. you. You have a great day. Bye. You too. Bye-bye. You've just listened to the Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. 
with your host, Pastor Chris Busher. Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast was recorded live in studio with final editing made before uploading. Subscribe today to Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast on iTunes or Google Play. For more fantastic daily content, visit Pastor Chris Busher online via Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Don't miss the next episode on Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast.